we were so John and I were standing at Newman's ledge and a guy that wasn't from the area. I, I told him that uh, there was a farm down there and it was a FEMA camp, a future FEMA camp. So <laughs> you got to have fun sometimes. Everybody. You do, you do. I don't know if you believe me, though, but. Well, I don't know. Actually, I, when when we hiked uh, two weeks ago, you told somebody that we were in the middle of like a thirty-four mile hike or something like that. Or you know, you told them we'd done thirty-four miles already. <laughs> yes, and they were like, "Okay," like it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> okay. They, I don't think they understood the distance in the world. Yeah, I'm just like thirty-four miles is a significant deal. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> but that's what happened. It's that's that's the way I do things. Everybody uh, with. Inside the line, the Catskills. And it is recording, so welcome everyone. We are live. I am your host, Stash, and this is my friend John here with me today. John has hiked with me many times in the Catskills. We're good friends. We've been friends uh, for a very long time, and uh, we started hiking with each other probably like five or six years ago and we've done a lot together uh john introduce introduce yourself Freddie. uh yeah yeah i'm john i've been friends with stash for god god pretty 18 years now and um and we started climbing together 2016 february so yeah five years now we've been five and a half years yeah i don't, I don't know how many peaks we've done a lot of peaks and a lot of side peaks uh it's been great times i don't think there's ever been a dull moment except for when we're going down in the bushwhacks and John absolutely hates his life. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like that. So yeah, welcome to Inside the Line, the Catskills. We're here to talk about the Catskills and uh, any other things going on. That's probably you hear my, my dogs barking right now because they're obnoxious. So forgive me about that one. So John, what, what are you having to drink tonight? Sorry, Mike and Stomp. I am uh, stealing your platform. Sorry about that. But John, what are you having to drink? Uh, tonight, I'm just going with some tea. Right. Indonesian yeah. or American? Now, I'm in my 40s now, so tea at night. Um, it is, uh, I, I believe it's, it's English, English tea. Nice. That's perfect. So, yes, I'm having a, a good rolled rum and coke. Uh, it's warm up here in the room that I'm recording in because I can't get any airflow. Uh, so, I'm going to have a cold rum and coke and probably go to sleep right after this uh very good same here yeah right old pieces of crap uh, so john what have you done anything lately any any hikes i did i just did overlook uh this uh this past tuesday a week ago yesterday did overlook with uh with a friend saw three rattlesnakes three timber rattlesnakes wow three of them three of them uh got close enough to one to uh make it rattle it's the first time I've seen that happen in person. That's not what you want to do, people. By the way, yeah, no, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, but it was uh, it was kind of cool to hear in person. Uh, we didn't have a, didn't have a, a too much of a view at the top, but uh, uh, because of the fog, but the snakes made up for it. Oh yeah, man, I could even imagine. I've only I've been to Overlook a couple times, and I've I've only seen 
like the skin of a snake, you know, like it, it's, it's layers, but I've never seen it up close. Like you, like you did. I saw the video you posted it was absolutely insane. The, um, the, the log house at the summit was open this time. So I got to go in there. Um, and there was like a, a guide up there as well. So I got to see some of the, some of the snake skins that they have in that log house. They're humongous. It's a volunteer. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, there's, uh, the volunteers there are, are amazing because they got to deal with, one of my friends said, uh, I don't know how many he has to deal with per per day, but on the weekends, it's usually in the thousands, which is crazy. He says weekends, two days on the weekends, totals over like one or two thousand. So that's pretty insane. Wow. Uh, but Overlook has got a, an amazing view. We'll probably, I think we're talking about that tonight. Uh, so we'll save that for later. Yeah. So I recently went up Red Hill two days ago, yesterday. Sorry, Red Hill yesterday. We had no views. It was wet and because of the rain before, and the fog was engulfing the whole area. So we, we didn't have any views, but I loved Red Hill. Nice short hike. Cross it off the fire tower list uh, that I've already done like eight times. And then uh, the Sunday before that, my wife Jessica and I went up the western side of Sugarloaf Mountain, Devil's Path. It was awesome. Love, love Devil's Path. It's absolutely amazing. I don't know if I've ever taken you up. Have you done that way, John? I have. Oh, you have? Is that the one you did with Jeff? Uh, on Sugarloaf? Yeah. No, I did that one solo. You did sure. Oh, nice. Did you do the loop? I did. Bad. That's badass, man. I did, and I did it in the rain, so I actually didn't have good views either. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had we had stunning views. That that viewpoint that the the DEC opened is absolutely amazing, and uh, met a lot of people. I think we counted like twenty one people which was surprising because we started pretty late. We started at like 10.30. You usually get there at like 8. You know you know me, John. I like to get there at like when the sun is rising. Same. Yeah, yeah. You know and, what? I, I didn't notice, though. I didn't see any pictures of the chairs. Oh, because we, we went in from the west side. We went in from Make Hollow. Okay, so you didn't do the loop. No, no. We just went in uh, from Make Hollow and back, back went up and back down, so... I don't know if you you did the full loop, so that's that's a t- that's it's a long hike. It was it's a lonely one, <laughs> but sometimes the best are the are the solos. You got to admit, true. They are they are cool, but yeah. And then uh, what was it uh, a week before that on Tuesday? I did Hunter Mountain, Hunter Mountain uh, from Spruceton. That was a pretty sweet hike. Uh, we didn't have any views, unfortunately. We had views at the lean to, but. At the top, we were hit by heavy winds and uh, clouds, so it was really, it's really nice. It's really cool experience to get hit by the clouds while you're sitting on the top of the fire tower. But other than that, beautiful hike, beautiful day. It was very warm, but that was awesome. And then on that Sunday, I hiked a lot. We did uh, Jessica and I did Fly Mountain, so that was it was very easy. They put new stone down on the on the the driveway going up, so it's just like it's like walking on scree. It's like I was back in Canadian Rockies. But yeah, it was awesome. Some good hikes. And on the days I plan on this this Tuesday, I might be doing uh, Lone and Rocky. If you would like to join, Jonathan. Let me see. Let, let, let me let me look at my schedule, and hopefully, I have something already. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I know you love those bushwhacks. <laughs> those bushwhacks are perfect. I've taken John on many bushwhacks where he he has not really liked life. In the middle and towards the end. And those were probably the hardest. 
Yeah, uh, they were bad. I would have to say, you know, you've done you've done some crazy stuff with me, like the slide bushwhack and balsam cap and, you know. The slide bush, the slide bushwhack, um, nothing will ever top the badness of that one. Uh, yeah. But Lone, Lone and Rocky, they, they were up there. Well, that was like your second, third hike in the Catskills. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a bad introduction to bring you upon with us. It was the it was the ninth and tenth. I remember it. Oh, okay. So still, Lone and Rocky usually is everybody. A lot of people does it last on the list. <laughs> you did it ninth yeah. and tenth. Well, that was you and Travis's. Uh, uh, that was your final climb, thirty five hundred. It was. It was a memorable one, and I haven't been back since, so I got to go back. But yeah, so let's get on with our our first segment, which is uh, easiest and popular hikes in the Catskills. Um, so we'll introduce you. Hopefully, new people are are listening and and they'll get a, a feel of what to do in the Catskills when they're just starting out. And uh, and we'll offer you know parking spots and uh, guidance of the mountains that we're gonna mountains and and areas that we're gonna talk about tonight. Now, the first thing we're going to talk about is one big thing is maps. You you definitely need maps to most of these places because they got a lot of junctions. Of course, you know, you could follow a red trail and all of a sudden you're hitting a blue, red and yellow. So you'll take a you're supposed to go on the red all the way up, but you take a blue trail and then you're 20 miles away from where your destination is supposed to be. So maps are very important. Take a picture of it on your phone, screenshot it on your phone whatever just study your map before you go and so you know your directions uh sometimes even even i get lost on something like that but you know it happens but definitely maps are very important um another good place to go for for information and i started out when i started out and i still go here is uh catskillmountaineer.com that website is absolutely fantastic the guy who runs it i've never met him but i've talked to him before Amazing. He has got so much information about the Catskills. I don't know. It would have been tough to to start doing things without his website. And John, you know about that website, right? Uh, it's my favorite my favorite website regarding the Catskills. Definitely, definitely the best website to for hiking in the Catskills uh, is the CatskillMountaineer.com. Definitely go there. Another important things: uh, water and food for for energy. Definitely water for hydration, of course. You want to stay hydrated. Some of these are, you know, maybe like, you know, two miles to eight miles long. It depends, you know, and, and everybody asks, always ask, you know, how long will it take? Depends on your level of physical fitness. Okay. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a big deal for water and food. Food is definitely needed for energy because once you get up to the top, you have some food, you got some energy to get back down. So it's basic stuff. You know, you would be a run, you know, you, you would need water but not really food because you're stopping on a flat level after running. But with hiking, you're jumping up 1,200, 1200 feet. You know, you're going to need some energy after you jump up that 1,200 feet. Um, like once again, you know, these might not be the longest hikes, but you still need water and, and, and for hydration and food for energy. One of the another thing is big things, leave no trace. We got to leave nothing on the trails except for what you brought in, carry out what you brought in. So plain and simple, just don't litter. Don't be that ass, please. <laughs> it's already it's already gotten out of control in some certain places. And luckily we have great volunteers to help us out in the Catskills. All right. So let's begin, Jonathan. How shall we? We shall. Okay. So the first one we have on our list is Great Wyndham High Peak. 
Um, this is definitely a good intro to the 3500s. Many parking areas, many approaches, many different levels of terrain. It's all going to be almost decently the same game from each direction. Um, there are three different areas to park in. There's Elm Ridge, Peck Road, and Big Hollow. And all of them have amazing viewpoints in every direction. It's it's amazing what Wyndham High Peak has to offer. On the way up, you'll see some good viewpoints. And then at the top, you'll have some great viewpoints of uh, both the south and north. So it's one awesome hike. I have been on every direction that this, this hike has to offer. Elm Ridge, you start from Route 23, is a huge parking lot. There and back, 7.5 miles. A little bit longer and a little bit higher gain. It's 1,800 feet of gain. So this is of this, this uh, from this area has the most gain of, of all the parking areas. And uh, it still offers great views. Once you get to the top, you can see a view of the beautiful Blackhead Range. And uh, then if you go a little bit further down, you can see an awesome view of the Hudson Valley looking towards Albany. And sometimes when it's clear enough, you can see actually the uh, the center of Albany. It's 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 pretty amazing and it's pretty pretty shocking to people who's this their first hike. So another approach uh, there is from Peck Road. Um, once again, it's a there and back. It's 6.3 miles with 1,200 feet of gain. It's very short, and but less parking, so you get there later, you might not be able to get a spot to get going. So, And that's why, luckily, they have three different approaches. So this offers Peck Road. I did this one time in the winter, and uh, there was over three feet of fresh snow, and I could only make it to the lean-to because of there was an unpacked trail. So, um, But it was amazing. And then I went there later on in the winter, and I got to go all the way to top and back. And they call this one place through there, once you get up past the lean-to, called the Enchanted Forest. And uh, it's just a bunch of tall pines all over the place. And it's just magical. It's absolutely stunning. I would definitely recommend that way if you're going to get there, get early. It's definitely a beautiful hike. And it's uh, definitely worth it. And the last spot, uh, John has been through here and so have I. I've been through here a couple times. It's from Big Hollow Road. I mean, it's it's the longest. It's got 1,500 feet of gain. So it's in between of both the other ones. It has the most phenomenal views, probably the ones in the Blackhead Range, but it's it's the longest approach. And and another thing with that is uh, the parking there is, is a little tough because there's a lot of people going to different areas. There's the Blackheads right there. There's Black Dome, Blackhead, Thomas Cole. Um, so there's parking's going to be a little bit tough if you're especially getting late. So, uh, so, John, I believe you've been from Big Hollow, correct? I went from Big Hollow, yes. Um, and I believe, yeah, we also went over Burnt Knob on the way. I've been done this since August 2017, and I went with my friend Jeff. This is actually his favorite uh, climb in the Catskills, his favorite viewpoint. But also, uh, and I'm looking through my pictures of it now, and I got some of the best pictures of the Blackhead Range uh, that I've got anywhere else in the Catskills. A lot of viewpoints of the Blackhead Range for many of the peaks, but this is an, an, an awesome one. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, it's 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 not like it gains 1,500 feet in a matter of two miles. It gradually gains 1,500 feet. I mean, over 7.6 miles all the way up. So um, towards the, the end of Wyndham High Peak, it gains a little bit, and you go over a couple bumps, but those bumps are worth it because it, it offers one of the best views. That's, I mean, you get viewpoints all along the way from Big Hollow, from Peck Road, and from Elm Ridge. So 
it's it's a win-win in any direction for Wyndham High Peak. I I think my favorite Absolutely. approach, yeah, my favorite approach is is with you, John, on Big Hollow. It's just it's a great hike, and there's just viewpoints to keep you going even further and even further. So, yeah, it's another good one to cross. It's a good first to have for the thirty five hundred club, actually. Actually, one thing I I think I'd like to look into is from the viewpoint. I think it's on Burnt Knob. How far? in the distance you can actually see i don't know how many miles it must be it's got to be extraordinary well, burton knob you only see the uh the blackhead range um so you can't see over that but the top of windham high peak you can see that's what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. the top of high uh, of windham high peak you can see past albany into vermont and uh some some people said they can see the adirondacks but i know i don't think you can really um, I know you can see into Vermont. You can see part of the Green Mountains in Vermont. Actually, can't you see the Capitol buildings in yep. Albany? Yes, sir. Definitely. That's that's one of the coolest things is if you sometimes you got to zoom in on a camera, but on a clear day, you can actually see the Capitol buildings. And it's actually it's really yeah. phenomenal. Um, it is. Make sure that we're, we're still recording here. <laughs> I just want to make sure, you know what I mean? So uh, next next hike we got for the introduction to the Catskills is North Point, or they call it North Mountain. This is over in the North South Lake region. Most places you have to pay to get into there if you want to take those shorter hikes. You got to pay, I believe it's 10 bucks to get in. But there's an approach on the outside of uh, North Point uh, that you don't have to pay, but it, it makes it significantly longer. So uh, John's been here once. I've been here multiple times. It's a very nice, easy hike. Definitely worth it with the viewpoints on on the top. Definitely. That is uh, one of the best viewpoints in the Catskills and one of the most, uh, how to say, photogenic or memorabilic. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Because it's, uh, it's a painting. Like everybody does this painting from the top here. Yeah. So North Point, uh, you can approach it from... A bunch of different ways. Uh, one is that I usually approach it from is Scott Road because it's free parking. That is uh, it's 5.6 miles and like 900 feet of gain. It's a lot of wet spots in it because North Mountain has such a high gain that the water just falls off and falls into this this area right along with where the trail is. It's wet and muddy, but you know what? I don't mind. It's a great walk through the woods. You more More solitude away from the North South Lake region because everybody who is in the North South Lake region visiting or something like that, usually go to the North Mountain or they go to Artist Rocks or Sunset Rock to get the viewpoints and stuff like that. So uh, it's very, very nice secluded hike. But the only another thing with going from Scott Road, there's a lot of junctions, so there's a lot of confusion, especially with the North South Lake region because there's a lot of trails. I don't know if you hear my dog, John. My dog's trying to break through the door. <laughs> Lydia's trying to break through the door. But... uh. But yeah, Scott Road is a great approach. I don't know where John approached us from. You probably approached it from there with Al, right? Uh, yes. Uh, and Ian. Oh, yeah. And Ian. Oh, yeah. It's def- it's definitely a great approach because, like I said, it's more secluded. You run in on the way there. You run into the Ledge Falls, which I don't think it's officially named Ledge Falls. I've named it Ledge Falls because it's a massive ledge that has waterfalls. So it's kind of obvious. So uh, definitely this area you need a map for because there's a lot of junctions. Um, there's another place that you can approach it from is from the North Lake picnic area. Once again, you have to pay to get in there. A little, uh, little more crowded area, but you can approach it. It's the, the longest, less solitude, but it has the most views. You gain around 800 feet in, in, in three miles. 
So, uh, but once you, you get start gating, you go up to Arter's Rocks, Sunset's Rocks, Newman's Ledge, Badman's Cave, and then you get up to North Mountain. Absolutely stunning hike. You know what? Sometimes going in the crowds is worth it. John and I didn't do uh, the North Lake picnic area. We did it from one that's close, but he, he had the experience of seeing uh, Artist Rock and Sunset Rock and Newman's Ledge and Badman's Cave when we did that one, and that was phenomenal, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Any, it's not a, it's not a bad hike at all. Even if you run into a lot of people and it's crowded, you get the the most scenic views, uh, and it's definitely worth the ten dollars. And plus, that ten dollars goes towards the Catskills, of course. The other spot that you can approach us from is John and I took this spot one time after doing a hike up Halkett Mountain. Is from Mary's Glen. It's the shortest, has the same gain as the other two, but it's very muddy and it's scenic. But once again, there's a lot of junctions. There is a lot of confusion of where to go and, you know, what if I take this little short blue trail? Oh, this is going to lead me to a whole different area. So, and it's uh, from Mary's Glen, it's 3.2 miles and 800 feet of gain, but you get to see Ashley Falls in the beginning, which is really cool. Nice 20 foot waterfall, very iconic. And then you get to see Ledge Falls uh, on the way up and hopefully, usually it's, it's dry, but when it's flowing, it's absolutely amazing. I've gotten to see when it's uh, very icy. So it's very, very nice area. And once again, worth the $10. I seriously love going into the North Lake area. And uh, John and I was recently, we were recently there doing the escarpment trail. So we stayed outside of the, the area, but still worth it. And uh, my favorite, my favorite approach is definitely, like I said, from Scott Road. More secluded, more, you know, time with nature because there's barely anybody on trail. I don't think there's ever been a time that I've hiked it. I've hiked it probably five or six times that I've, I've met people on the way up until I got into the junctions. John and I, when John and I did it for Mary's Glen, did we, did we meet anybody that day? Oh yeah. We met the guy where we told the FEMA camp. (laughs) Yes, we were. So John and I were standing at Newman's ledge and a guy that wasn't from the area. I I told him that uh, there was a farm down there and it was a FEMA camp, a future FEMA camp. So (laughs) You gotta have fun sometimes. Everybody. You do. You do. I don't know if you believe me though, but well, I don't, I don't know. Actually, uh, when when we hiked uh, two weeks ago, you told somebody that we were in the middle of like a thirty-four mile hike or something like that. Or you know, you told them we'd done thirty-four miles already. <laughs> yes, and they were like, "Okay," like it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> okay. They, I don't think they understood the distance. In the yeah, I'm just like, 34 miles is a significant deal. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> but that's what happened. It's, that's that's the way I do things, everybody, uh, with the, the people that come from the city. I'm sorry, but, like, when you're up there and you have no clue what you're doing, I'm going to I'm gonna have fun. I'm sorry. Yeah, you have fun. Yeah. Especially towards the end of the hike when I'm – when I'm feeling miserable and I just want to sit down in my car, I'm just going to have some fun and make myself laugh and make John laugh. Absolutely. Um, all right. So uh, let's uh, get on to our next um, easy hike in the Catskills um, is one of the most famous places. Well, it is the famous place, most famous place in the Catskills. Um, and it's the great cater skill falls. So this is the tallest waterfall in New York state at 260 feet. That's amazing area. New York state has redone this to where it, it, it tried to make it the safest place, but people are still dumb and uh, still get hurt and, and die on this, this hike for some, somehow, I don't know how, but, and uh, 
it's New York state put a lot of money into this and it's still one of the most popular places in the Catskills and almost New York state. I would have to say, um, besides Niagara falls and like Letchworth and Watkins Glen and stuff. Uh, and all I can say is that this place is absolutely stunning. It's already overcrowded. So, you know, my podcast that three people are listening to, which is probably me, John and myself twice again. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) Uh, you know, it's not going to make it any more popular than it already is. So um, they made uh, up top, there's a place to get to from the Laurel House Road. It's 0.4 miles to the observation platform, which overlooks the falls, the top of the falls. It's paved, wheelchair accessible, so it's for disabled people, which is amazing to see the, the one of the most beautiful places in, in New York State. If you want to go to the base of falls, it adds another 1.2 miles. Um, but going down there, they've tried to make it as safe as possible, but it's still very hazardous. Um, they made steps. I forgot how many they said. They said over like 300 steps, which is absolutely phenomenal. Blows my mind away that, that, that these people can take these rocks that are half the size of us and three times the weight and make steps out of them. These trail, these trail creators are absolutely amazing people. I thank you for what you do and for, for what you create in the Catskills. It's amazing. John has been there a couple times with with me, I believe. Right, we went in the winter two or three times. Yeah, we went there in the winter with Travis. Yes, and that luck. Luckily, there wasn't ice on there. We got we got lucky. We still wore our spikes, I believe, but there wasn't ice. But uh, it's it's almost nearly impossible to get down and up those stairs without crampons in the winter. Just to let you know, do not even try it. That's why people die in this area. But you can't, to be honest, 100%, the only other place you can get better in in the Catskills is Overlook. Catterskill Falls is absolutely stunning, especially when there's no one around. The first, the part to get down to the, the second platform of the falls is very steep. It's very, a lot of steps, but it is worth it. I got a picture, a great picture of John from the base of the falls and from the second deck of the falls during the winter when it was high flow. We had a high flow. We couldn't we couldn't even barely get onto that second part of the platform, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely memorable. That was awesome. But once again, this place is no joke. Everybody might post about it on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. But people hundreds of people have died from this this hike. And it could be the easiest hike in the world, but you know, one little slip and you're not going to stop. You're just going to keep going and going and going until you hit something, a tree or a rock. I can't say the caution is extreme on this hike. And I am a avid hiker. I bushwhack and I do crazy, stupid crap. But this is a precautious hike where you got to take things slow. And because you want to see this thing, this is, is absolutely beautiful, especially when there's nobody around, like I said. So go during the week. Go during the week and not on the weekends. Weekends, it's going to be insane. So um, there's also another place to approach it if the Laurel House is, is, is road is closed. is from Scott Road. It's 1.4-mile round trip, another one mile, and that's to the platform, the top platform, another one mile to the base. So, uh, so around a, a four-mile hike total. And once again, extreme caution when you're going down the stairs because it's very steep, super steep, insane. So take your time and live to see another day because you want to see this this beautiful artwork of mother nature it's one of my favorite places they used to have they used to have an approach going from 23a parking area but they closed that down because of uh how crazy it got 
that place is, I don't know how people have not died on there uh, getting hit by cars or trucks or stuff like that, but they closed that down. Thank God, because it was, it was a disastrous area. I don't know if you've ever been from that way, John, have you 23 a? I have. Oh, oh, you have excellent. I have the very first time I did it. Yes. Uh, and you're right. I'm, I'm surprised people aren't dying there. They're dying up on the waterfall, uh, being dumb. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. That, that it's, it's crazy because there's there's there, there's no space to walk, but there's hundreds of people doing it. And that's the big S turn. So when you're coming downhill, you're flying or a trucks flying and stuff like that. I've seen people not caring walking out onto the road, and I'm just like, wow, these people are 100% pure idiots. This is not what I want to. Are you sweating, John? No, you're lying. But no, no, I'm really not. <laughs> but you, usually, if if I ever do Catterskill Falls, I do it along with the Escarpment Trail. I just don't do it alone because, I mean, yeah, it's definitely worth it. But there's so much more in that in that region. So once again, Catterskill Falls, amazing, beautiful, worth it. Extreme caution, please. So yeah, on to the next one. Um, is Overlook Mountain, one of the most popular, probably the most popular place in the Catskills. And with the most, I, I think it's the most stunning view in the Catskills, cannot be beat by anything else. And that is over near Woodstock. Um, it has one parking area. Well, it has like two parking areas, but there's one specific area that you, you can park at. Uh, it's got a really big, they just created a really big lot a couple of years ago for more parking because you can only fit like 20 cars in the main area. So a little bit further down, probably not even... 800 feet down is another parking area for another 50, 60 cars. But this is the most popular hike in the Catskills. It's 5.5 miles with 1,500 feet of gain on an easy, steady log trail, basically, uh, up to the top. It's basically, I wouldn't say paved, but it's it feels like it's paved compared to the other places. But um, you take the blue trail all the way up to the top and back. Best view in the Catskills, one of the easiest hikes, amazing piece of history, with the Overlook Mountain Hotel. You can look it up. It is an amazing story of how this was going to be the greatest hotel in the Catskills. Very, very small place for only the elite. I'm pretty sure it burnt down from a fire on the inside, correct? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think it was a, a fire from cooking. And uh, or I think they escaped, but nobody died. But but it burned up the whole, all the wood, but the, the remains are still there. The concrete remains are still there. Absolutely stunning. Another part of this hike that is memorable is the rattlesnakes um there are a few places in in new york state that has timber rattlesnakes and these snakes are poisonous very poisonous we uh had a speaker at one of the 3500 club meetings that talked about the rattlesnakes and uh seeing those pictures of an hour after a snake bite is absolutely disgusting your arm blows up to the size of a state puff marshmallow man and it's it's absolutely disgusting. So when there's rattlesnakes up there, take pictures from a distance away. Do not tick them off because they can jump six feet and bite you. And then you're going to possibly die because the nearest place to go is Albany, I believe, and down into New York City. So you got to get airlifted out. And that's going to cost a lot of money. It's definitely a lot of money. But, John, you recently did this. So let's give me a little info about it. I did it on uh, just a week ago yesterday, and yeah, I hadn't done it since 2015, but you're right. It reminds me, uh, the way up reminds me, it doesn't look like Hunter, but it kind of reminds me of like the same type of path up Hunter, Uh, but it really is. It's just a a gravel 
and rock road to the top. There's no obstacles, turns, and the payoff. It's it's probably it's probably the best payoff in the Catskills, between the hotel and the 360 degree fire tower view. The fire tower is also the best fire tower that I've seen because it's got the uh, like the cool maps on the ceiling in there. Oh yeah, I for- show you what peaks you're looking at. I forgot about that. I've I very rarely hiked it when there's someone up there, so the cabin's always closed. Yeah, it was it was open this past week, but there wasn't uh, the, the the fog prevented a view, but we still got to go up in the in the tower. Scared Dave a little bit. Yeah, it, 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 and he, and I understood what what he meant too because he said it's amazing that you can climb a mountain and not be afraid, but then climbing up this fire tower uh, makes you nervous. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, there's uh, definitely a, a bunch of times of where I've I've hiked it with with people, and they're like, "Oh, this is nothing," and then all of a sudden they climb on the tower and it shakes a little, and they're they're like, "Oh my god, what the hell is going on?" Yeah, and I was just That's like, "Pretty sturdy one, though." That is a very sturdy one compared to uh, like Mount U and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, that that is definitely you know I I give one hundred percent thanks to the volunteers up there that that give their their own time to help out the people that come up there because most of the people that come to Catskills for the first time go to Overlook and what an experience that is for your first time in the Catskills. You can't get a better view than that when there's a view. I seriously think it's the most amazing view in the Catskills. Gives you a view of the Hudson Valley, Devil's Path, Burroughs Range, Woodstock, Ashokan Reservoir. Oh my God, it's just it's just absolutely phenomenal. But once again, please, let's leave no trace please because it's very important the uh, the volunteers already put their time to hauling their stuff up to the mountain and giving you guys a great experience when you get in the catskills so just uh help them and carry out what you carry in i mean it's it's simple simple so yeah we'll go to our our next one i th- i think uh this will be our last one john um i've never been here but i've heard great things about it um the ashokan rail trail john you ever heard of it i've passed it Yes, we passed it actually a couple of weeks ago, correct? Yes. Yes. So um, this follows along the Ashokan Reservoir. Um, they created this and uh, it was a shorter path a couple of years ago, but they extended it and made a huge parking area. So um, during COVID, there was a lot of people there. I've, I remember people saying that the parking area was full full by like eight o'clock, which is absolutely insane because you can fit hundreds of cars in there. Barely any out of elevation gain. It's all paved. So it's a uh, wheelchair accessible, which is awesome. Multiple large parking areas, uh, stunning views of the reservoir and the great Burroughs range, which has some of the highest uh, mountains in the Catskills. It shows the highest mountain, the Catskills slide mountain. Um, you can do your own mileage, like you can go three miles and turn around, or you can go one mile, turn around, or you can do the full length of the reservoir, which is 20 miles. Definitely family friendly. I've driven by and I've seen people pouring out of their cars and from vans and stuff like that. And this is not just one or two people. This is like five or six. So definitely family friendly. The Woodstock Dyke Trailhead is located in West Hurley, 1285, New York 28. I mean... Sorry, once again, I've never done this hike, so it, I, I want to do it, but I gotta. I kind of like the elevation gain, so sorry. But there's another one in Shokin Station Trailhead is uh, located at 3045 in Shokin, New York State 28. 
And then there's also Boyceville Bridge, Bridge Trailhead, which is uh, 580 Route 28A in Boyceville. That actually has closer to the best views in the in the Catskills. So that's um, the easier easier hike to the best views along a place that's family friendly. And uh, I get I guess you can't say guess best bang for your buck because it's free. But if you want to take your your family on a first hike in the Catskills and show them what the really Catskills has to offer. Definitely the Shogun Rail Trail is one to bring them on where you don't have to, they don't want to have to kill you. Like uh, what I usually do to John when I'm just like, hey, we're going to hike here. Yeah, it's 2,000 feet of gain and in a mile. So that's my, that's my gig. Correct. Many times. But, you know, if, if, if it were me, my favorite of all these, definitely, I, I'd have to say Wyndham High Peak is definitely my favorite because it's, it offers so much. It offers climbing viewpoints, you know, secluded hikes at times and uh, a lot of parking areas. So when, and, and you cross, get to cross off a 3,500 off your list and that starts the, the whole journey to something even bigger, which the 3,500 was probably the biggest event in my life. I, it's pretty sad. It sounds like everybody's like, oh, I graduated college or, you know, I got, I got a degree in this. And me, it was, it was completing the 3500 yeah it's pretty big accomplishment yeah for some people maybe (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about business paul (laughs) Uh, so yeah um the other uh so i mean that's 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 an intro to the catskills we'll we'll probably do some uh, segments later on of uh of different hikes a little bit further deep into the catskills a little bit harder hikes maybe for the 3500 club Maybe for some other places too. I mean, that, that, the the Catskills is not all about the 3500 Club. There's so many other places to go. Um, I've taken, John and I did like the 3500. I, I showed him the 3500, but then I was just like, you know, we, once we're done, we're going to check out a lot of other places. And I've introduced John to many places that has blown his mind away. Yeah. Right, John? You have. Yeah. Many. Huckleberry Point. Um, oh, that was, that was incredible. Yeah. And, and easy. Yes, it was. It was just very muddy. We gotta we gotta get some stewards over there to help out with that that trail. That was a little weird. Yeah, Huckleberry Point. I think that was where I wanted to free solo a rock, but I, I did I did not. Thank God you did not, because you would have free soloed your way down the mountain and died. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would have been right. soloed out on a helicopter. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but up wasn't it like fifty feet. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it was only like a 50 foot drop. I mean, <laughs> into the trees and into rocks, but what could happen after that? There might be timber rattlesnakes down below there, by the way, just to let you know. So, yeah. So uh, I, I'd have to say that that's it for our, our first, you know, episode uh, f- for Inside the Line, the Catskills. You know, I'd, I'd like to thank our soon to be sponsors. Um, OER Outdoor Equipment Rentals for maybe sponsoring us. Not quite sure yet. <laughs> Hopefully he will. Um, he's a, a fellow SAR team member, so encourage him to sponsor me. That would be great. This is uh, this podcast doesn't come free, uh, by the way. Everybody thinks it might be free, but it's not. But it's, it's probably going to be worth it. So uh, I'd like to... Hopefully, thank OER Equipment Rentals, uh, Outdoor Equipment Rentals, for uh, sponsoring us. Um, John, any anything anything else to say on uh, this 
session, this episode? No, well, it, what was cool was we discussed um, uh, Northlake, which was the first the first um, peak that I did. Uh, and I had no intentions beforehand of ever climbing another one. But once I got to that first peak, that's what uh, I instantaneously fell in love with the Catskills and what made me do everything else after that. So that was a pretty special one. Catersville Falls, one of the most beautiful places on earth. Overlook is one of the, the best payoffs in the range. And uh, Wyndham High Peak, which is the only thirty, the only high peak on this list, uh, has some of the best views you could ever see. We're very lucky to... Uh, to live near the Catskills and the foothills. Thank you, John. That was, that was perfect. I agree. We are extremely lucky. Um, people underestimate the Catskills. Um, everybody looks at the Adirondacks and the White Mountains and the Green Mountains, but the Catskills are absolutely phenomenal. I don't think there's ever been a time I've been disappointed in this place. So uh, once again, uh, everybody, thank you for listening. Whoever is listening, um, remember to leave no trace. All right, carry out what you carry in, have fun, and be safe. Thank you all, and good night. John, any last words? Zip it up and zip it out. All right, that's what I was waiting for. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.